0: As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Loan Pass today at LoanPass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Loan Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the Adult Pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Mom Fun Podcast, where your hosts, Nicole and Sarah, The Ski Moms Fun podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart ski moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit Mabel'sLabels.com and use discount code SKIMOMS for 15% off your order. On this eve of the 2022 Winter Olympics, we're so excited to be joined
1: by Lisa Wybrick, the co-proprietor of the Mirror Lake Inn Resort and Spa in Lake Placid, New York. Lake Placid was the host of two Winter Olympic Games, and Lisa is the mother of five skiers, including her son Andrew, a World Cup Alpine ski racer and two-time Olympic medalist. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for joining.
0: Now, Oh, hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm well, thank you so much for joining us and uh, we are so happy to have you and even more so as we started deep diving into your um, racing history. I mean, I was excited to talk to you about the inn and Lake Placid and um, homeschooling and raising five kids who love skiing. But then we discovered your um, incredible racing history. So this is really the bonanza for us.
2: Well, I I wouldn't say it was incredible, but (laughs) (laughs) thank you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, did you grow up in Lake Placid and, and you were a ski racer like through high school or can you just tell no, us? No, actually
2: I grew up in Scotia, New York. Okay. And, um, <laughs> I joined the, uh, Scotia Glenville ski team as a kind of never skier and I wanted oh. to learn to ski. So I joined the <laughs> ski team. I wasn't very good. I'll be quite honest with you. And, and i had to cross country ski too uh which i'd never done before to be on the ski team but i i only did that for a year so and i was not an incredible racer at all i lugged i think it is would- what you're
0: I think maybe it was the luge. When I was looking at some best articles, it said that you won a U.S. Women's National Championship. So that was for luge?
2: Yes, that was for luge. Yes, not ski racing. But even more death-defying than ski <laughs> racing, perhaps. No, I don't know about that. Let me tell you, I, I've watched my son take some pretty horrible uh, spills. I think a luge, at least you're contained within a track. Not necessarily
0: think... every, every little girl's dream to luge race. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of little <laughs> girls on the playground saying, you know what? Let's play luge racing,
2: right? Especially back then. Um <laughs> it just happened that I was living in Lake Placid, I was working here and I was friends with the Morgan family who they they were all bobsledder and losers. So that's how I got to luge. They took me up to the track, showed me what to do and you know it was just it was fun for I did it for a few years and it was I had a good time with it.
1: And and then I think then that that was kind of the the end of your your athletic competition career?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I just became a watcher.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's more fun. But but you you ski. You still oh, yes. ski, right? Yeah. Yes,
2: the whole family skis, and you go down over to Whiteface quite a bit. And uh, pretty much every day. Oh wow! You know, even for a couple hours, take a couple runs.
1: Um, I had a question. So you know, you had you had experience as a as a high school athlete. And do you think that that experience, um, shaped the type of ski mom, racer mom that, that you were?
2: Um, you know, honestly, I don't really know. Um, I, I enjoyed skiing when I did it and then I didn't ski for numerous years and it wasn't until I married my husband, Ed that I really took up skiing again he was a ski instructor and I knew if I wanted to see him you know <laughs> outside the hotel that I was going to have to become a skier again and um you know I kind of I, I probably hadn't skied for 10 years and um started up again and I also knew my children would never see their father unless they skied <laughs> so um, We pretty much just became a ski family. We figured out how to do it so we'd all be together. He was a ski instructor at Whiteface. In the morning, uh, on a weekend, we'd get up. And we'd go over to the mountain and the kids would ski and, you know, I'd follow them around a little bit. We've just always enjoyed skiing and it's been, it's been a family sport.
0: From our research, it looked like you did a bit of homeschool so they could spend more time on the mountains. Is that correct?
2: We did the homeschool primarily because we're in the resort business. So we're busy when schools are out and it wasn't working. And we decided this, you know, it was crazy. We were trying to spend time with the kids and run a business and, and the kids were getting the shaft. Um, so we decided to pull the kids out of school and we homeschooled them. So we would, we would school them in the morning. Then in the afternoon, every afternoon activity was, we'd, get on the mountain and go skiing. And uh, then after skiing, they'd come home and put their ice skates on and we'd send them out and let them ice skate for a while and then put them to bed. So it was a very productive time period for them. And they were very tired by the end of the day, which worked out great for me. So when did the um kids start competing yeah. in ski racing? Was that something um, that was always like planned or did it just happen organically? Not, not at all. Um and they because they were homeschooled, they were they were looking for friends. Um and when Jonathan, my oldest son, was seven, he he decided he wanted to try NICEF. We signed him up for NICEF, had having no idea really what we were getting into. And then Andrew cried because Jonathan was getting to go with these kids and he couldn't. So Horst Weber, who ran the program at that point, said, oh, fine, let Andrew come. He can he can come with us. So the the two boys started NICEF at that point. And then my youngest son ended up joining, too. And, you know, it just became part of their. So while they were homeschooling every day in the afternoon, we just. Pack them up in the car and bring them over the mountain and let them ski with nice stuff. So it doesn't sound like there was this master plan that you were. Oh God, you were, no! <laughs> you, you you were measuring
1: how much free skiing and how much percentage in gates and uh, you know <laughs> mapping this all out. It sounds like it it all kind of just happened as part of life up there.
2: Yeah, it was life up here, and I had three very active little boys <laughs> that I needed to keep really busy, so it worked. What was it like to watch? watch
1: him compete, I guess in the Olympics, but really, you know, any of these races as he was progressing through his ski career, were you nervous, excited? How did it feel Um, to watch him?
2: I'd I'd always ski whenever he was skiing and I was at a race. I'd go to the start to watch him race because I figured that way, at least I got to see something happen. (laughs) You don't stand at the finish. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and it, yeah, I was, I was not a great mom when it came to watching. I was always, I, I, it made me very nervous, especially with the speed events. I, I didn't enjoy it all that much. I'll be honest with you. I know the feeling. No, it, it kind of makes you sick to your stomach. Well, you watch your kid going 80 <laughs> miles an hour. It's not a good feeling at all. No,
1: I think there's something like maternal in us that, that wants to not let our young endanger itself. <laughs> so. Right. So I'm sure, you know, your kids have had some really great race days, but, um, do you have any advice for how to help a racer on a tough day?
0: Oh <laughs> like
1: what are we supposed to say? You know,
2: I, I, I it, think we never know what to say. I learned early on you don't say anything because whatever you say is wrong. <laughs> that's, okay, so, that's what I thought. But you just keep your mouth shut and let them vent, and then you know, oh uh, yeah, we've had some horrible days. Um, we were we were at um, Junior Worlds, which was in uh, Italy, and Andrew was the favorite for the Super G race, and I went up to the start to watch because that's where I want you know would do it. And all of a sudden I realized he his, he missed his start. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? Well, he got to the start and they had been testing his skis and they forgot to move the bindings back. They had, a, they had an ex-World Cup racer test his skis and he couldn't get into his skis and he missed his start. And that was probably the most crushing day I ever had to experience with him. And I found him in the parking lot crying. He was, I don't know, maybe 17 years old, 16 years old, something like that. And, you know, there's just nothing you can say or do at that point. You just have to stand there and wait for them to accept what happened and move on.
0: Oh, Lisa, I'm getting teary just thinking about oh. it. And he just needed his mom.
2: Uh, he, oh. Well, you know, he needed, he didn't need anybody for a couple of minutes. He just oh. needed to stand in the parking lot. <laughs> but oh, it was, it was, God. that was heartbreaking. And that was probably the, you know, I've seen him get hurt, which is, you know, you don't enjoy that at all. But emotionally, I think that was the toughest day he ever had on the slopes. I give that advice to fellow
0: moms who have kids in race programs is to ski, you know, don't stand there at the bottom of the race, you know, putting all of this expectation on them and, you know, building your own nerves. Um, Sarah and I were just at a race uh, this week at at Waterville where girls were racing and we skied you know, I think we skied 10 runs that day, you know, we would pop in and kind of, you know, see what was going on and we'd say hi to the girls, but it showed them that we're doing our own thing and we have joy in skiing ourselves. And I think unlike, you know, hockey moms and soccer moms that just kind of sit on the the sidelines, there is such fun in kind of joining the action.
2: You know, a lot of the parents would stand around and they'd comment on each racer. And I, you know, I really didn't want to be a part of that. I was out there to have a good time and hopefully my kids were having a good time. And yeah, I enjoyed skiing. And then I got to ski a lot, probably more. Uh, so when they were racing than any other time, and I enjoyed the travel with them immensely when you could get one child, one-on-one stay in a hotel you know, go to their races, you get to ski, and um it just gave you a lot of quality time with your child.
1: Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels, durable and waterproof labels, are a ski mom's must-have. Keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, or races. Simply peel and stick the personalized label on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Off the hill, Mabel's Labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school, like water bottles, lunch containers, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Simply go to Mabel'sLabels.com to personalize your own and use code SKIMOMS at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items.
0: Let's take a quick break. Spring is here and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the Pastel, Whimsical, and Plein Air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Where it's scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we adore this up brim hat. This five panel camp hat is the perfect grab and go companion. Made in a lightweight, water repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pub, Gita Accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SkiMoms15 at checkout. And now, back to our show. And one of the most notable things about the inn when you get into the lobby is seeing your middle son, Andrew's Olympic medals behind the check-in uh, station. So they're proudly on display and it's pretty exciting that, um, your, one of your sons had such success on the Olympic stage.
2: Yes. You know it was, it was a lot of fun for us to watch and it was very nerve wracking too, um. But, you know, he you know, he he worked really hard and he did a great job and he he had a lot of fun doing it through the years. So and I think he's very happy he's retired now. So
0: (laughs) you're about 15 minutes from Whiteface for skiing and tell us a little bit about how the tourism works with um, the Mirror Lake Inn and the ski resorts and also some of the things that you offer in the non snowy seasons.
2: Well, I think the Mirror Lake Inn, um, well, first of all, we sit right on Mirror Lake, right in Lake Placid. So we have a wonderful location. We have a beautiful uh, beach area. We have two restaurants. I, I think we're in the prime spot in Lake Placid. Placid, as as you probably saw, uh, is under construction right now, majorly. We're getting all our venues are being re- redone. Uh, we have the university games coming next year in January and the bob and luge tracks are that whole area has been redone the speed skating oval just opened up after a year and a half of construction the olympic arena is getting new sheets of ice and then of course whiteface mountain has gotten a couple new lifts it's getting all updated snowmaking um, so for winter sports i don't think there's a place in well i know there's not a place in the us that can even come close to us probably the only place in europe in my travels that has what we have all in one area would be St Moritz. And what are some of the things that people do in that area in, you know, in the summer? Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's so many things to do in the summer. It's it's it, you just don't have enough time. We have incredible biking, we have incredible mountain biking. The hiking is spectacular lakes on top of lakes. So kayaking, canoeing, and, you know, there's uh, just about any activity you can think of in the summertime you can do here. Whitewater rafting. It's just, um, it's wonderful. The fishing is incredible. We have the trophy streams and yeah, it's, it's just, there's too much to do. and It's the biggest problem living here. You always feel like you don't have enough time to do everything you want to do. And I think there's
0: a thriving art community as well. Oh, and
2: absolutely. We have a wonderful little art center right here in Lake Placid that has incredible programming.
1: And I'm pretty sure I saw some pretty impressive um horse show, you know, areas as well. Is there a bit of a horseback riding scene? We there? do. We
2: have the Lake Placid and the I Love New York Horse Show, which is mm-hmm. a very, very popular on the horse show circuit. It's a two-week period that starts at the end of June and runs through July. And it's it's a very well-known known horse show. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I'd say, world-renowned. So... I saw
0: a flyer when I was staying at the inn that Andrew does some um, special events where he takes groups skiing um, as as part of packages. There was a women's ski that um,
2: two weekends ago, there was a women's ski weekend and which was very successful. And he'll take people out on the mountain privately, too. But yeah, he, he likes doing the clinics. And, you know, he'll hop in and, and he, and actually right now, yesterday morning, he was over at Nicef helping them out. So he does that too. He enjoys, you know, just, you know, getting out there occasionally and working with the kids. Whenever our children
1: have races at Whiteface, we're always very excited because it's definitely our favorite place to go because like you're saying, there's just, there's so much there for everyone to enjoy.
2: Well, and I just got off the lake a few minutes ago. I went for a cross country ski. It's very cold here today, but the sun's out and there's no wind. So I skied around the lake, which is you know right out the door, but there's a skating path that goes all the way around Mira Lake. And they also have sheets open for kids to play hockey on. And then we also have the toboggan slide that shoots right out onto the lake. It's sub-zero today, but there were probably 150 people out on the lake when I was there.
0: Those are our kind of people who embrace winter fully and all of its glory. You just dress correctly (laughs) for it. And are any of your other children, I know you're a mom of five, are any of the other ones involved in the inn?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, My youngest son, Ethan. He works with maintenance, and he also does our ski rentals. Uh, he's also a tennis pro at our sister property, um, the Whiteface Clubs. My oldest son is an investment banker, and he's in Boston at this time. And our oldest daughter is a lawyer in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and our youngest daughter is a doctor in uh, Massachusetts also. So they're all in the New England area, and they're all passionate skiers. Yeah, they're all, they're all into it, big time. So it's stuck. After all that sacrifice and getting them over to the mountain and getting the gear straightened out,
0: you do have, you know, five lifelong skiers.
2: Yeah, and all, all our grandchildren, too, are all skiers. And my Andrew's little ones, though, they're starting to ski jump. So I don't know what that's all about, but we'll see. <laughs> wow. And what
0: are some things that the inn does to make it easy for families who want to ski and ride over at Whiteface? Do you have shuttles? Do you have programs? What are some of the things that might make it um, a nice place to learn or to take a family vacation?
2: There is a shuttle that picks up um, hourly in front of the inn. We do ski rentals here. So if you come up and you don't have the equipment that you want for Whiteface, we can we can equip you. We have high end rentals and then we have regular rentals. You know, we'll do whatever we can to make you comfortable.
0: And you have an amazing uh, place for apres ski. I mean, if the kids still have some energy, the pool there is amazing to get those last, you know, throws of energy out of the kids before they, they bed down for the night.
2: Yeah, either that or you throw them right out in front of the cottage and let them escape for a while until it's totally worn out. And yeah, it's 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 good.
0: Yeah, Whiteface has a great base area that uh, most things funnel down into one central location, uh, which is... a Very helpful for parents because at the end of the day, it's all going to kind of end in the same location. I do love that there's a beginner area sort of sheltered off to the side. So the never ever skiers uh, now have a chance to learn in relative seclusion and and there's some very very fast accomplished skiers but the beginners kind of get a special place sheltered from that um when they when they head to Whiteface.
2: now my grandchildren love it over there and the base lodge over there is terrific for young kids and yeah it's it, it it's just nice having that area where you do feel like your kids can be totally safe and separate because there are As you know, I mean, Whiteface has a lot of ski racers and has a lot of former ski racers, and it's a very steep and challenging mountains.
0: And any logistic tips, since you did um, have five kids that you had to dress, get out the door, get to the mountain, um, any logistic tips for moms who are navigating all of the gear and um, (laughs) different abilities and different ages?
2: Once they were over three, they had to carry all their own equipment. We never, ever tuned a pair of skis they ruined more skis but you know what and you know and then they skied on them ruined but they learned to (laughs) tune their own skis the only thing that used to be tough is when they were really little trying to get their ski boots on them because without fail half the time they were on the wrong feet or they had to go to the bathroom as soon as they got all their stuff on and, you know, you were running around in circles, but they, they really pretty much did everything on their own. And once they could get on the lift by themselves, we just kind of let them go.
0: Oh, I know one thing. We should probably mention Um, many ski moms also like to take a break from being ski moms, and I do love that the inn has uh, many fabulous nooks to have a cup of tea and and open your book if the kids are off doing a day of skiing. But also a terrific spa on the property.
2: Oh yeah, the spa is wonderful. Yeah, we we have great technicians. It's very relaxing down there. Uh, We just put in a salt room, which. And that's, that's just a nice place to go sit and read and breathe in some salt air. And it really clears out your lungs. Yeah, there's plenty to do if you're not a skier. That's, that's the thing that is really uh, special about Lake Placid.
0: Um, I highly encourage everybody to go visit uh, Mirror Lake. It's to ski at Whiteface. Um, and if you can organize something around the holidays, um, it is so picturesque around uh, Christmas time. It's it's really something special. We're so excited to tell you about the Ski Mom's
1: Cookbook. As a ski mom, I'm always looking for new recipes to add to my rotation. And we all know that a well-fueled family is the foundation for a great ski day. But it can be hard to come up with new ideas, and there's nothing better than getting a tried and true recipe from a friend. That's why we've made the Ski Mom's Cookbook it's a collection of 36 favorite recipes from Ski Moms. Everything from hearty pre-ski breakfasts to lunch at the lodge, slow cooker dinners, and even après-ski cocktails. I just made the chia pudding dessert and it was a huge hit. Check out ski slash store to purchase your own digital copy. 20% of sales goes to
0: the Share Winter Foundation. A huge thanks to our growing Ski Moms community. To help more moms find this podcast, please rate and review our podcast. This will help us get to the top of the search engine list. Thank you, and thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a Ski Mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit ski moms fun.com
2: and look for the gift guide page.